everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 354 for the week of July 25th, 2015. I'm your host, Chris Vervetier. I am here, and yes, that rhymes, and I am aware of it, uh, with my cat, Simon, who's laid down on my, my desk. He's very adorable and uh, wanting of pets. Um, while he gets pet, uh, I it is my pleasure to share with you that uh, Alice Wilkinson joins us today. Indeed. Yep. Um, also in need of pets, my wife, Anna Marie Privetier. Wait, why am I being petted? Because you want to be? Oh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Reluctantly, she's like, well, yeah, I do, but I don't like you telling everybody. That's right. Oh, <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody. I'm on a new recording setup. I reinstalled my Mac from scratch two weeks ago. Um, and it broke everything. Uh, well, you know, I had to reinstall everything from scratch. I've got a brand new version of Logic that costs two hundred dollars on here now. Yeah. There's, yeah. And Simon is pressing T into the document. Well, he wants to contribute to the podcast. You can seriously go to the Google Doc. You can probably watch <laughs> him doing it. What are you doing? Get off the T button. He no, finds no, don't that press if he stands 09. on oh my, my keyboard gosh. and puts his head against. My hand on my Stop mouth it. that I will Get pet him. Of so I'm sorry. I may have taught him some bad behavior. Get. And now it's gone. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on anymore. <laughs> Darn you, cat. Get. Stop pressing keys. Hey, we should maybe do a podcast. Oh, okay. How's everybody doing? Sorry um, we missed last week. I was feeling ill. My computer was still not set up, and I didn't want to deal with that all on Saturday. And then it turned into, hey, why don't we just take a week off and come back fresh this week? And we did. Um, we'll try to avoid that. We don't want to pod fade on everybody. Pod, pod fade. fade. <laughs> what on earth? It's uh, when you gradually stop podcasting frequently and then eventually stop entirely. Aww. Yeah, isn't that pod awful? Pod fade us. Um, we did that with Geekly Weekly. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Geekly Weekly totally pod faded. <laughs> I mean, I think you should just call it geekly sometimes. Geekly never at this point. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've, I've got my Mac up and I just don't sound right. So if my voice sounds different to you and weird and overdriven, I'm sorry. I haven't figured that out. I haven't changed the amps, but something about logic is not the same and I don't know what. Oh, and uh, there's no ducking plugin. So the cool intro and outro stuff that where it doesn't over where I can make it our voices go over the top of the music. I don't know that I'm going to be able to do that this week. <gasps> and I don't know why the ducking plugin is gone. So I have to find a new one or something. Anyway, please make it. sure you enunciate when you say ducking. Ducking. Okay. Why is the ducking plugin gone? <laughs> and the ducking plugin is just missing. <laughs> What the duck? <laughs> Alice, how you doing? I'm alright. I have to ask you a question. Go on. You know what the question's going to be, but I have to ask it. Go on. Did you deliver any missiles this week? I tried. What do you mean you tried? Well, it didn't work. What? We don't accept that. Well, you're going to have to. Failure well, wha- is not acceptable. Why did you fail at missile delivery? The bait didn't work. All the right? bait Aww. didn't work? Yeah. We tried a double bait strategy and it didn't work. Basically. So basically, we had a, a, an a, a one of my fellow corporation members uh, got his first solo kill, and then he was promptly then killed by someone flying the same ship. 
type. And so we decided to form up a revenge fleet. Uh, unfortunately, we were unable to bait the target. So, Because uh, our first attempt at it was to uh, take a neutral third-party mining ship and basically just kind of dump it in front of him um, and see if he went for it. And then uh, our second strategy was to have one of our allies uh, or one of the people in the fleet to attack the mining vessel to make it look like they were going for an easy kill. Uh, just to see then if he would try and third party onto the fight, which he didn't. He saw through the bait. So we tried the bait, then we tried a double bait, and then we gave up. So that was my attempt at delivering missiles, and it didn't work. Well, on the plus, on I the guess plus side, tried. yeah. On the plus side, I will have new means of delivering uh, more ordnance to people shortly. Yay! Yay! Hey, are you able to deliver uh, laser light shows? Uh, that's watch what coincidentally that's what I'm working towards. Oh sweet. I am about 20 days off now I think to finish that up. So, yeah. There we go. I like the laser dance packages you guys deliver. Yeah, well I want to fly the Amarian T3 uh cruiser mm -hmm. to add to my T3 collection. Um but I need the uh Amarian cruiser level 5 in order to do so. So, well, then do that. Yeah, that's what I'm working on. Same okay. skill queue. Um, somebody in our chat room wants me to play Five Nights at Freddy's 4. That's not going to happen. Alice, Ew, what else did you no, play the past detail. couple weeks? Oh, uh, boy. I have the list. The list. The list. Um, so more, some more Final Fantasy fourteen. I think I mentioned... I think I cleared the story. I mentioned clearing the story last time for the expansion last... I think uh, so, yeah. Last podcast, yeah. Uh, mostly, I've been working on some of the other... Uh, getting on some of some of the other level fifty classes up to level sixty. Um, so I have uh, uh, mechanist at the fifty five and ninja just shy of fifty three. So those are going reasonably well. I am mostly looking forward to um, I just kind of see what they introduce with um, the uh, post uh, post release content, like sort of patch wise that kind of stuff. Fair enough. You blew through that um, content fairly fast. I haven't even I haven't even started on the uh, Alexander stuff yet. Oh, that's pretty involved, isn't it? What's yeah, a raid? I, I, I don't have the I don't have the minimum item level at the moment. I'm still working on that. Oh wow, okay. So, have you done all the stuff with the Hildebrandt and the chickens and all that? That's that's older stuff. The, oh, okay, that's all from the previous. Oh, stuff. All right, never mind then. Um, I did fully, I have fully cleared it though. Have you done that? No. No. No, no I was watching, watching people tweet about it. Yeah, Noodle was tweeting about it. Um, I've also been playing quite a bit of Warframe because I've been hyping myself up for the next content release for it. Um, not really much. I don't. I think I'll probably expand more on that one when that release actually happens. Um, the developers said that they were aiming to uh, try and release it this week on Wednesday. So hopefully I'll have a little bit more to talk about once the next podcast comes. Um, but there is a, a rather drastic, drastic rework of the movement system, so I'll be looking forward to discussing that after I've had a chance to actually. I think try. I wrote that press release. Oh, what for digital, digital extremes? Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about it, Anna. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
Because I don't, because I don't know what's released information and what isn't. Oh, okay. Um, the uh, well, they were teasing on their, or they were discussing on their uh, developer stream on Twitch yesterday that they were trying to going to try and get that released um this week, but they might have to to postpone it to clean some stuff up to, to the following week. If if it happens, it happens, sort of thing. Make sense yet? Yep. Good. Um, I've been playing some Crusader Kings too. Um, they've recently put a patch out, and a, along with some uh, an accompanying expansion DLC that vastly expands um, the uh, sort of Mong- uh, sort of uh, Mongol Empire regions of the map, and allows you to actually play as um, sort of the nomadic steppe people, such as the Mongols. Not really much else to say, really, on that one. Hello? No, no. You, we're here. <laughs> I'm just letting you process it. Mongols, you know. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't know enough about the game to have sort of interesting dialogue about it. I think I need no, to play I, I, it. That's fair enough. Um, the, uh, the Mongols have always been a part of um, the Crusader Kings 2 scenario in that because it covers the... Um, uh, the time period in which they were most active in Europe, um, the Mongols were usually just done basically as a like an event that happens around the sort of 1200s, uh, where they would basically just sweep in to Eastern Europe from the mountains and uh, ruin you if you <laughs> happen to be playing like I don't know Poland or something. Um, however, what so what this does is now allows you to play as the Mongols and sort of you know do their rise to power and. Um, well, hey, you don't necessarily have to play, play as the Mongols themselves because there are numerous other um, tribal societies from that region. Um, so you can always start your own, that kind of thing. <laughs> Grand strategy. Woo. Um, and yeah, the only other thing I've been playing, although I haven't really been playing it because it's not really something that you play, is um, I have been rereading the latter half of the Umaneko sound novel. Um, it just kind of re-entered what my... What is that? Well, the first episode of um, the author's previous work, Higarashi, re- recently made its way onto Steam. Yeah. I don't know if it's actually released yet. Um, let me check. Higarashi. Higarashi. Yeah, so the first chapter of Higarashi is on uh, Steam, which is by the same author. Um. Umineko is... Um, what does that mean? Dreamcat or something? <laughs> uh, some people do call it sea cats. Sea cats. Um, but it's actually the word for um, seagull. Oh. Okay, uh, so is this like a pigeon when, dating trans- game? No. The <laughs> translated title is When the Seagulls Cry. Oh. Um, but it's more of a murder mystery uh, type thing. But there isn't really any kind of game involved until the final chapter of <laughs> the second half. Uh, it, otherwise, it is pretty much all just text. It's a novel that you read. So one could call it a visual novel. Mm-hmm. They, the reason why the developer calls it a sound novel is they placed a little bit more emphasis on sound effects, but also the music that they uh. used as well. Uh, just as a kind of means of enhancing the atmosphere, as it were. Um, but yeah, that, um, I lost all my save files for it. Um, so I lost my... Uh, like. Um, flags that allowed me to reread specific sections of it. Um, so I'm basically just reading it through 
um, from from the midway point um, because well it's it's fun and enjoyable I, I quite really quite like it um, the thing to consider is it is um, there has been a, an English translation done of the whole of the whole lot um, by a group called witch hunt which is officially recognized by the developers in Japan um, so it is possible to buy a copy and read it in English however um, there is another there is a, a mod group whose name temporarily escapes me who have been attempting to update the original PC version with the sprites and the voice acting that was included in the um, PS3 version or the PS3 re-release so because the PS3 version is not translated mm-hmm. and, and it was only released in Japan so um, there's something I think quite that adds quite a lot to the experience, particularly for something that calls itself a sound novel. Um, when you throw in a lot of big name voice actors on top of that, all right. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much me. Ooh, me turn. Your turn. Yep. Okay. Let me pull up my list because I've been playing a lot in the. Oh, last have you now? Yes. Um. Um, someone put their stuff in the recent... Oh. Um, I don't know what went on there. Something funny happened there. That was Simon, That was it? Simon. Okay. Um, I think that's supposed to be you, Chris. Um, all right. So I've been doing JRPG July. And so I've been focusing almost completely on JRPGs. So I finished Devil Survivor 2, Record Breaker, um, the uh, Triangulum arc, like the day of the last podcast. And I have been continuing on with uh, Atelier, Eska, and Lodgy. So that's been really fun. It's kind of a nice mix of what you'd expect out of Atelier game and things that haven't really happened in Atelier games before. So it takes sort of the pacing of something like a Rorona or Meruru where it's like you have assignments this is the amount of time you have to do the assignment here are the required things to do and here are the optional things to do but the crafting system is entirely new and it's complex enough that I don't want to attempt to explain it but basically as you dump stuff in you get elemental points and you can spend the elemental points on boosting your crafting it's basically how it works um, I also played the Etrian Odyssey 2 Untold Demo because I can't wait to play that game. I'm so excited for it. And then I also, um, since I was done Double Survivor 2 Record Breaker and I needed another portable game, um, I had Pokemon um, Alpha Sapphire in my backlog. So I played through that and I beat it. Um, my team was like Swampert, Latias, Lanoon as my HM slave, um, Camerupt, Electrode. Electrode. Yeah. And I'm forgetting. Oh, Swallow. So I had a team that I basically never used any of those Pokemon before. So Your Swallow, cool. you always had to carry around a wind machine for it. Yes. Because it was always flying into the wind. Yes. It was really weird. It was fascinating. Yeah. So um, I started playing Conception 2 yesterday because since I beat Pokemon and Etrian Odyssey 2 Untold is out for another week and a half, I don't have a portable game to play. So that's what I'm playing. 
And then it was my birthday a week ago. Yay, birthday! And Chris bought me a digital box of crap. I simply was being frugal with your presence. You bought me a digital box of crap. More or less, yeah. So out of the crappy games, there's actually some good ones. Lunch Truck Simulator! Uh, I haven't played that. You should play it. <sighs> I played Fairy Solitaire. I played through the whole thing and I beat the story. So yeah, that was good. That was one of the crap games, Anna. I know. And I have also been playing Adventure Chronicles, which is a hidden object game. So, yeah. Um, I think that's everything that I've been playing. I kind of whipped through that really fast. Can I go back to conceiving now? <laughs> you, <y> yes. <laughs> I think. I'm not sure what you're asking. Well, I was going to go play some conception, too. Mm -hmm. No, that part I got. I... I, I don't know if that's what you meant. So, <laughs> I... What have I been playing, Anna? Um, You've been playing uh, I finished Right, I finished Fallout 1, right? So, so I've been playing Fallout, Fallout 2. 2. You're still playing Fallout Shelter. Not you have, much. like, way more people than I do. Yeah, I do, but I haven't been playing much lately. You've been playing a lot of Xenoblade. I've been playing some Xenoblade. I wouldn't say a lot of Xenoblade. Um, You did at the start of the month, and then you kind of petered yeah. off. Yeah. Because I, you've been addicted to Hex and Hearthstone. Yes, this is the accurate statement. Hex, Hearthstone, and my WoW garrison have taken over my life. And those are oh, the three yeah, things I've I'm been playing. playing WoW. You've been playing so much WoW, Anna. I've been playing all the WoWs. Because all the WoWs? Kitten and all I, the WoWs. Seraphim Kitten and I, he's the president of Softpaws. It's my fan club. Softpaws. Yes. It's mm -hmm. my official fan club. Yeah, no, I, I'm aware. It has two members. I'm Mr. Paws, remember? Yes. Well, you're in Softpaws. Oh, I am? Yes. Oh, am I one of the two members? You're, yeah. Well, who's the other member? Kitten. I don't know if I'm okay with that. <laughs> it seems a little odd to me. Well, Chris, since you are a founding member of Softpaws, maybe you should go on a recruitment drive. I'm a founding member? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know I was a founding member. Mm -hmm. How does that work? Well, wait. You're the president and he's the CEO, or you're the CEO and he's the president. Oh, I don't that? remember okay. which way that goes. He I don't know. It to me one day. All right, just I'll can you check. can you put up a, a you know a fiction bible on fanfiction.net for us to follow? Ew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Apparently not. So yeah, we started. I'm a protection paladin, and he's a um enhancement shaman. Good for, good for you. Does he enhance you? Um, yes. Enhancement. All right. Um, I'm amused because we're both playing female characters. Okay. Good for you. And yeah. That's what I've been doing for the last couple of weeks. Good so for you. So you've been doing like big printed sheets of cards. I printed out a card list for the newest expansion in Hex. That's all I did. I'm just keeping track like of what I've six got. six pages. I'm sorry that it's that long? I, I don't understand what your problem is. Oh, I remember doing that when I was about, I don't know, 10. Oh, shut up. <laughs> well, hey, it's a useful thing to have. But these days, I mean, you've got things like Google Docs that allows you to track that kind of thing. Hex, Hex looks confusing anyway. Have you played Magic? Yes. All right, then you know how to play Hex. Go. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> to the point where they're being sued over it, right? So wait, really? what? Yeah, wait, what? I didn't know that. The the thing is that most of the uh, patents for magic have expired, so um. it's probably not going to go anywhere. It's it's down to really stupid shit like certain cards reminiscent of other cards and stuff like that. So yeah, it's yeah, yeah they they sued them like last year. Huh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so then. I was oh right 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 right. So I f- I finished up all the Noxoramus expansion in Hearthstone. I have not yet dumped it jumped into Blackrock Citadel or whatever it's called. Um, I need to do that. Um, we were having fun listening to Kelthazad make fun of your character. Yeah. Whichever one you bring into the battle with him. Um, <laughs> and I really like that. That was funny. <laughs> we, I was describing each and every uh, raid battle in there, and she was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's exactly like the the real game raid because of X or Y or Z." Yeah. Anyway. Yes, they very lovingly crafted that dungeon. Yeah, it is very cool. Yeah. Um, and besides that, I've been playing Hex, and uh, that game's getting better. It's it's. Did it's they an ever open answer beta. your email about? Yeah. And what they say. They said, hey, just so you know, wait, what do you want about what? About the, you were upset because the game was only getting good now and you felt like you wasted your year of stuff. Yeah. Um, And I said, well, we extended that till November. So you're not done yet. So I'm like, oh, "Oh, that's cool. That's nice. That is very cool. Yeah. So I didn't realize they had done that or I forgot that they had done that. Um, and then they said, yeah, we know everything that you're saying is valid. We acknowledge it. And I pass this feedback along. So I was like, well, that's good. But the CEO guy didn't reply, but that's okay. I didn't expect him to. Somebody did. Yeah. The support ticket did. Yes. Yeah. And that's probably a better way to do it anyways. Oh, I know. Um, with that, uh, oh, yeah, because in Hex, the new expansion, Armies of Myth, just came out, so... Um, it is a new base expansion, so all the tournaments are based off it now. And so, yeah, I've been having fun doing drafts in there. They've got a PvE thing called the Frost Arena or whatever in there. So getting gold to spin chests. So I have all these card packs and stuff. And so a lot of my playing is to get things that I need to help make my opening and, and dealing with those things uh, better. Because there are things you get from opening packs that you can then invest in-game currency in to spin and upgrade them for better rewards so it's it's there's a lot of stuff to do in this game so uh, i've been doing that so that's uh that's that's hex and uh if you've played magic you know how to play hex (laughs) it's the way i explain it and there's some confusing things but there's some really good guides on their forums to get you going and uh, once you read through it and you look in there like oh that wasn't really so hard um it just seems overwhelming for some reason just like magic i guess yeah magic's got a new game out too magic origins but i haven't played it yet um and i guess it's a whole new set called magic origins as well so that's co-branded or whatever so maybe i'll try that out for next week um which is not because i'm i'm bad at doing jrpg july is what i've learned i'm sorry you only have a few more days I know, that's the sucky part. It's like, it's basically over. So what do I do? Nothing, right? I don't know. Play a little bit more. Play Xenoblade 3D for the next three days, and then you can go back to faffing about. You know what I'm going to do for the next three days, Anna? 
What? I'm going to watch Summer Games Done Quick, which starts yes. tomorrow morning. And yeah, all of you should watch some of that. Yeah, you should all watch that because it's going to be awesome because it's always awesome. And it'll run all week. And you'll be able to donate for probably, I think it's Doctors Without Borders for this one. I forget. Um, yeah, because last time. Yeah. And uh, last time it was Prevent uh, Cancer Foundation, right? So, yeah. So, Doctors Without Border for this one. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a humble bundle that ties into it. Um, just go to Games Done Quick on Twitch and uh, check it out. And there's uh, going to be lots of speedruns. Yay. Woot. Woot. That's going to be cool. Hmm. Alrighty. Uh, and with that, since we last podcasted, something sad happened, Anna. What? Satoru Iwata passed away. Yep. All right, there's our moment of silence. Please understand. <laughs> Please look forward to it. <laughs> we will miss you, Satoru. There have been a ton of really well done tributes, so I'm not going to try and do a crappy one here. Um, please um, watch those and keep posting those awesome g- gifts of uh, Iwata with like giant Mario gloves on and stuff. Those are great. Um, all right. So what should we do for feedback, Anna? Well, do we have feedback? We do. Well, then why don't you read it? Well, the first thing is that Shaman put up his pre-order list. Yes. It's gigantic. We asked the question of the week. Yeah. And we got answers, so we should definitely read them. All right. So go for it. Oh, hang on. Let me pull up the notes. Doop. Oops. Wrong thing. Wait. He ordered Legend of K3D. Um, I don't see his feedback in the document. It's right there. Shaman's pre-orders. Oh, Shaman's pre-orders. That was I the did. important part. Sorry. All right. Holy cow. I know, right? Well, <laughs> I mean, some of these are coming out like next year. Yeah. But wow, he got a really good deal on like all of these. Oh, he did? Yeah. These are all cheap. Well, some of these aren't cheaper. Well, maybe. No, yeah, I think these are all cheaper. Yeah, then there's the total price at the bottom. Yeah, (laughs) $1,300. Gaming is expensive. Yes. And I mean, don't forget that this is even more expensive because he's in Canada and he has like 13% tax. And there's, it's it's a higher price in general. Yeah. So like Don Gunrumpa... If it's twenty nine ninety nine here, it's either thirty four ninety nine or thirty nine ninety nine, probably thirty nine ninety nine. So yeah, he. Wow, that's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, thirty. Read games. through it. Um, Legend of KHD, Lost Dimensions, a little bad experience. Don't go up another episode. Hatsune Miku, Project Mirai DX, Super Mario Maker, Mighty Number no. Nine, Persona Four, Dancing All Night. Chibi Robo Ziplash, Rodia Wii U, Rodia 3DS, Legend of Legacy, Yoshi's Woolly World, Stella Glow, Tales of Cold Steel, Xenoblade Chronicles X, Return to Pol- Polacross, or Seasons Fairy Tale, Devil's Third, Star Fox, <gasps> Legend of Zelda, Triforce Heroes, Yokai Watch, Mario Tennis, Ultra Slam, Super Beat, Sonic, Sigma, Shin Megami Tensei, Cross Fire Emblem, Persona 5, Fire Emblem Fates, Which Version, Hyrule Legends, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam, Metro Prime, Federation Force, World of Final Fantasy, Delta Wii U. <sighs> the funny thing it. is, is I want to play almost all of those myself. Yeah. That's, so yeah. I'm probably going to end up kind of like coffee pastaing this list into my 2016 games I want. Most of these will be Christmas presents for me, like Yoshi's Woolly World and. Um, oh, we're not going to day one Yoshi? 
No, I don't think so. It comes out in the middle of October. When are we going to have time to play it? I'm so busy that time of year. Doing what? Work, because stuff comes out. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, Nonsomite pretty much puts out a game in October and November every year. And no, that's not a guarantee or implication of anything. <laughs> I feel the need to disclaimer that. Okay. So Azillus writes in. He has some advice. Oh, what's the advice? Hit Chris, me with some advice. Here's some advice on your impossible list of games to get through. All right. Tell me the advice so I can ignore it. Number one, skip the MMOs or at the very most play one of them. They're time sinks so time sinks that will keep you from finishing other games. I can I can I can agree with doing one at a time. That's good. The problem is is if you need to consider stuff like Hex and Hearthstone and MMO. No. Yes. No. Yes. That's awful. Sorry. I don't like this plan. Number two, when you're finished with Fallout 2, skip Fallout 3 and play New Vegas. They're basically uh -huh. two halves of the same game, but, but New Vegas has significantly better writing and quest design, and the bugs have been ironed out. But I sat in you're on a demo. You're not going to miss anything major story-wise by foregoing Fallout 3. But you don't understand. Liam Neeson's in Fallout 3, and I sat in on a demo for Fallout 3 at E3, so I feel obligated. I have the Lux Lunchbox version. Number three. I have to... Play The Witcher 2. The Witcher is good, but I... it's a long game, and the sequel is a must-play game. Well, well now, hold on. Hold on. I already finished The Witcher 1. Do whatever you have to do to get past the first game in the series. I did it! <laughs> I finished it! And then set it. aside some time to enjoy The Witcher 2. Okay. Sounds good. That that part of the plan, I'm totally in. Oh, and Alice, uh, Azellus thinks you're using a faulty Celsius to Fahrenheit converter. Oh, well, yeah, I probably am. Okay. Um, Victor says... When I played Lufia 1, the random encounter rate was tolerable only because someone else has already beaten the game and unlocked a play mode where battles yielded more experience and more money. So I had to grind less and I could buy infinite items to reduce the counter rate or run away, making the game very playable. Lufia 2 is much better in every way. Like Azilla says, MMOs are endless time sinks, especially in World of Warcraft. Also, the new area, Tanan Jungle, doesn't have much of a story narrative. It's mostly a place to get catch-up gear for the new raid, Hellfire Citadel. Chris, if you choose to play WoW at all, just log in and do your daily naval missions and weekly looking for raid to progress your legendary quest. Don't worry about the rest right now. There are new reputations to grind, but you don't have to do the daily quests. You can just find or buy items called Medallion of the Legion that give you a thousand reputation each for all of them. Oh, yeah? Yep. I haven't run it. So I've been doing my garrisons every day, but I haven't run into that stuff. Probably because I haven't bothered to sail to Tanan Jungle yet. <laughs> so it sounds like I should play a little bit of it, and then I can put it in, into maintenance mode. Mm -hmm. hmm. Okay. So these, this is good advice. It's good stuff, folks. So that's pretty much it for feedback. So if you want to send in feedback... How do you do it? Um, you can email us. Yeah. So it's podcast.rpgamer.com. That's right. You can go to the forums like all these people did and go to latest updates, find the latest podcast thread mm -hmm. and comment in that. Do it now, please. You can... Unless you're driving, don't do it while driving. Tweet at us at rpgamer. Mm -hmm. You can comment on our Facebook, which is rpgamer. Or you can call us. Yeah? Yeah, you need to give the number. 
That's 608-729-4098. I did it. I feel feel good. Hey, Chris. Hey, what's up? I think it might be news time. Is it news time? Thank you, dear. All right. And I will... See, this is why I'm playing Hex right now, Anna, because it's single player, so I can just tab out of it, and it doesn't matter. Mm. If I did that in Hearthstone, I would lose the match. Mm-hmm. But so if it's going... one of those current tavern bras where you have 10 energy every turn, oh my gosh, that's so fun. Um, are we going from the bottom up? Yes, we are, my dear. Okay. Fun has announced Mega Magic. I'm still opening. Yes. Beautifun Games has announced a new RPG called Mega Magic Wizards of the Neon Age. So they've got a very neon 80s vibe, kind of like Oh my Blood gosh. <laughs> yeah, look at this. Players take control of two siblings, Phobon and Daemon, who live in a world where a meteor strike from 2,000 years ago began a neon age. They've inherited the ability to use magic, which they actively do while defending Phobon's best friend, Foom, who happens to be an ingredient to the most powerful spell in the world. I don't know what's going on in this. Exploring the world, solving puzzles, <laughs> defeating monsters. It all increases the party's abilities uh, to the point where your former enemies can be summoned to aid players. It is only being tested for the time being. There's no release date. Uh, there are no platforms announced, but there's a trailer, <laughs> teaser trailer, and like four I, screenshots I get on the, the site. I the feeling that this is going to lead up to like a Kickstarter. It looks good. It looks fun. I would probably back this. It looks ridiculous. I don't know if it plays fun. It just looks cool. Uh, let's see. So we watched a trailer for um, Atelier Sophie, mm-hmm. Alchemist of the Mysterious Book. Yes. So this is... Uh, a game that isn't connected to the Dust trilogy. It looks like it's going to kick off a new trilogy. Okay. And um, so they talked a little bit about synthesis and how Sophie can become uh, a skilled alchemist. And it's all about picking a pot on top of all of the ingredients and then picking characteristics. Um, and the cool thing is, is when you synth, you can think up another recipe. And they also um, introduced two of the characters. Um, one of them is, um, it sounds like they might be your heavy character because they're all about fencing. Yeah. And then the other one is um, Oscar who um, eats food. Does he live in a trash can? No. Oh. He's a green grocer and he likes plants and sleeping. So do I. Yes. So yeah, there's also a trailer available, and it, the game looks really cool. It's definitely got a slightly different art style from both the Arlen trilogy and the Dust trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also the first Atelier game that is coming natively to Vita. We don't have to wait for the Plus version. Atelier, huh? Yes. Okay. I didn't know that's what we're calling them now. Hey, Anna. Uh-huh. Did you ever play Criminal Girls? No. Do you want to play a sequel? Um, well... I think I've been waiting for Criminal Girls to drop in price. Oh, okay. And to get a better idea of how the punishment system works. Sorry, the motivation system. Motivation system, yeah. So, yeah, um, they announced Criminal Girls 2 for Japan. Yes, they did. Um, It's... um, It's being developed by Nippon Ichi. 
because yes. the previous one was developed by Image Epic, and as we know, they clearly closed. No. The CEO went missing. Oh, right. Yeah. So right. this is the thing that sort of disturbs me, is um, the sequel is said to feature more strategic battles and fiercer motivation events. Uh, what does that even mean? That's an excellent question. So dear. we'll have to stay tuned for what fierce motivation events are. Yeah. So, girl, um, so this is Aldoria, Aldorly, I don't Alderley, know. Alderley. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce this company. I don't need, I don't know either. Alderley, so, this Aldiolia. is a new game that they are Idolera. So they put out Girlfriend Rescue. Wait, um, what? Which sounds like um, kind of a turn-based game and um, River City Ransom got together and had a baby and it was Girlfriend Rescue. Oh, it's so cute. So, and then they also put out the deluxe edition of Moonchild. Um, which previously came out in May, and the deluxe version has like guides and wallpapers, uh, bonus save files that have been totally pimped out. So, if you got stuck in Moonchild or you haven't tried it already, now you have a way to completely cheat. So these both look like dating games with RPG. Hey, elements. you like dating games? Yeah. How has your uh, latest Otome on the iPad been coming? I haven't been playing it much. Well, why not? Oh, because my iPad's been dead. Thank you for getting to charge it. You, there's a cable right by your bed. Yeah, I know. Which is also my bed. Uh-huh. So I know it's there. Uh-huh. And I plugged it in. Uh-huh. So put the iPad on the cable. Hey, Chris. And the power will go in. Guild of Dungeoneering is out now. Yeah, that looks cool. I played it at E3. Yes, and I think we have a walkthrough video of it. We have something. We yeah. have a launch trailer, at least. Yeah, I think... Didn't Foul do oh, a... Oh, did Foul just do... So that'd be at the top. Hold on. Let's yeah. see. Because uh, we, yeah, we don't do... Yeah. Yes, Foul Sorcerers has a video impression for this game out right now on the site. And uh, so I think our YouTube... Go watch that. Well, Okay. Did, didn't we, uh, Angry Centaur Gaming had a funny one of this? Yes. And we watched that and you liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. There are lots of fun reviews of this game. I don't know if the game's any good other than what I played at E3 being fun. We have a release date for Evil Land 2, A Slight Case of Space-Time Continuum Disorder. I, uh, what? Evil Land 2, A Slight Case of Space-Time Continuum Disorder. So what does that mean? I don't know. Oh. It is a generational crossover RPG. All right. So the gameplay changes uh, depending on location and setting that the hero's in. Yeah. So it also has sort of, it sort of pulls in other gameplay elements depending on where you are. Uh, this, so is a, this is Evil Land 2. So in the yes. first one, the game changed yes. um, RPG formats over time. Right. And now this so, is later generations, right? Right. And it also includes um, pieces that are going to be fighting games and shoot 'em up games. So if you're interested in Evil Land 2, it will be coming out on August 25th through various digital platforms. Um, if you, It's $20, but you can pre-order it for 10% off on the official site and get 10% off. Yay. Sorry. I worded that very awkwardly yes you did 
So. What? Um, Ray Gigant. Wait. Ray Gigante. Yes. Right? No? I don't so know. So it's the same people that this did... This is an anime, isn't it? Um, maybe? Yeah. It has to be. So it's a dungeon crawler that's made by the same people that did Operation Abyss and Demon Gaze. I guess it doesn't have to be, does it? Is this the one with all the weird sexy ladies and the monsters? Mm, I don't know. I haven't seen the I can't keep trailers. track of all these Japanese <laughs> Well, I'm looking crawlers. at the still of one of these trailers, and yeah. it's a girl wearing no bra, and her shirt is mostly open. Oh, that doesn't really narrow it down. I know. It? That's kind of the sad part. <laughs> I don't so know. we have three trailers up with this story, so yeah. check them out. <laughs> As somebody in the comments for the thread noticed... Ray Gigant sounds like the name of a professional wrestler. <laughs> They're not wrong. It kind of does, doesn't it? Yeah. Thank you, Budai. Um, no, this is this is just really crazy monsters. Okay. It's anime and like giant monsters and dragons and stuff that you're fighting. So. So it's coming out in Japan this week on July 30th. When's it out here? Uh, no Western release announced. Oh come on. So who did who did Operation Abyss and Demon Case? Was that Bandai Namco or did they farm it out to someone? Oh, uh, who put out Demon Case? I know it came out here. Operation Abyss um, was NIS for Demon Case. Yep, and same thing with Operation Abyss. Hmm. There you go then. So yeah, if it's gonna come, chances are good it will come via Nisa. So we also have a very long Summon Night 5 interview with Victor Ireland. Um, Mac asks stuff and Victor answers it. So. <laughs> you mean it's an interview? Yeah. That's a real real good summary of that, Were Anna. you surprised? Because I was surprised. I, yeah. <laughs> Are there any highlights from this? Uh, nah. No, you didn't read it, did no. you? Do you I care have no about interest summon... in Summon Knight 5 or Victor Ireland. It, didn't you play the other Summon Knights? I uh, know. I like Swordcraft Story, which is sort of like a side shoot to the oh, Summon Knight series okay. and doesn't play the same. What game? This is, they're, bring, they're still bringing out PSP games, Anna. Yeah. Why not? Because, because I why? wish it was upscaled to Vita, that's all. Eh, muffin. I, I had a dream where I had a giant argument with Glenn from PS Nation uh-huh. over the viability of the Vita and how many games it's getting. It's getting a lot. And he was very upset with me because I was... No, it isn't. Um, <laughs> now I have to is. have this argument for real with you. Yes, it is. <laughs> Take out all the indie support. Why? I'm, because I'm talking I'm about s- real console-like games oh. on the Vita and there aren't any. I love how you need to justify your stance. And I'm not discounting a giant section of the games that are coming to it. You mean the ports from the PC that some developers like Galaxy are having to cancel because the thing can't perform well enough? Hey, Cosmic Star Heroine's going to be running just I fine. I know, you're right. There's a story about that. So... <laughs> Oh, take out the ports. Where are my original Vita games? That's all I'm looking for. Okay. I want actual, like, high-quality 3DS style, like, here's games we thought up of, and I'm putting them out on the Vita, and they're, like, freaking awesome. And you can't just play them later cheaper on Steam. Mm-hmm. So, Dragon Quest care. Eight. She totally discounts 3DS me. is going to have a new photo she feature. So you can take pictures of what's on the screen. Yeah. What is this doing? Why am I taking photos? Because there are now photography quests where 
Will you settle for hybrid Whoa. games? <laughs> Wait, so Manny waits until you're halfway into the next story, and then, at, oh, I see. He was listening. I would settle for hybrid Stream. games. What's yeah, a hybrid you guys have a quite a long delay, don't you? Yeah, we do. Huh. All right. What's, what's a I was hybrid game? You settle for hybrid games? What's a hybrid game? Uh, Chaos Rings 3 is a hybrid game. But that's an... Um, I don't know what that means. It means it was co-developed on the Vita as well as mobile. Oh, is it out on Vita too? In Japan, yeah. It oh, was uh, not here. Not here, no. They're never going to release that in Vita here. <laughs> and that's my problem. <laughs> yeah, well, I will take Chris's side on one thing, though, is that... I guess the problem is... If you don't play those games on any other platform, if you don't play them on Steam, if you don't play them through Humble or, or whatever, if you don't play them on your iPad, and the Vita is the only place for you to play like Binding of Isaac or all those other things, wonderful. Great, right? Yeah. Huge library. Yeah. But if you are playing those games otherwhere, in other places, then yeah, I can see why you're like, uh, what's there? But I don't know why the experiences of people that have a Vita as their primary console should be discounted by the fact that you can play the game somewhere else. No, it's not being discounted, but it not definitely Chris but that's discounting it. For, it's not great for me, or it's not great for this person. It's, or it's not, not great, great for, for the Vita. <laughs> You're not getting sales because the Binding of Isaac was ported to it. It's a great bonus if you already have it. Yeah, absolutely. It's... A, the Vita is the best PlayStation 4 accessory. <laughs> and that's all you can say for it. It's not like a platform. It's not a system. It's a side thought. It's better I like better all the games that I've played on Vita. And most of the games that I've played on Vita, I can't get elsewhere. Or it's convenient for me to play it on about? the You've Vita. played a bunch of PS3, PS4 ports for Vita. Yeah, like outside of the Atelier games? All your games? Atelier games. Yes, outside of those. That's all you've been playing. No, it hasn't. Yes. No, look at my completed games list for the last two years. I don't know where it is. It is not the only games that I've played. Furthermore, I appreciate that I could play them on the Vita because it meant that while you played Destiny on the TV, I could play something that I really enjoyed on the Vita. I feel guilty now. Like, I shouldn't have played Destiny or something. That's the funny thing, though. Wait, 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 Destiny? I thought Chris had taste in games. I know, right? I don't. That's the thing. I don't think the Vita's a bad system in the least. I mean, I hear the same things about the iPad, and I play a lot of the same games that Anna's talking about on an iPad instead, and I'm just as happy. So it's like, whatever. Whichever whichever one of these devices will do the job yes, for you. Yes, we know. You, you are, have tons you of are the pluralistic platform argument holder. Huh? They're all... Mm. Manny always comes on and says, like, listen, it, it, platform subjectivism, whichever one you like and meets your needs and it's best for you, that's it. We don't need a best. They're all right. Well, they kind of are. Yeah. <laughs> See, I told you. <laughs> they kind of are. Like I said, the older I get, the more chill I get. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to have a platform debate. I just think the Vita You're is the, You know, the older you get, the more grumpy you get. This is true. I can't deny that. You and I are in opposite trajectories. <laughs> yeah, he used to be a snob. And now he's just a cranky snob. Who, me? Who's a snob? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Uh-oh. I don't remember this, but sure, why not? How was Manny a slob, Anna? Not a snob. snob. How a was he a snob? S a snob, Anna? 
Because he was like, oh, there's only one right platform for me. Well, I do agree with that. <laughs> anyway, how you guys doing? I'm doing next well, story? How are you? Yeah, we should go on to the next news cool. story. What do you think, Anna? Um, okay. Let me go find it. Next news story. Right. 3DS uh, Dragon Quest 3D8. <laughs> Dragon Quest 3DA. Yeah, got it. Uh-huh. Dragon Quest 3D8. Mm-hmm. Dragon Quest 8 3DS. Oh. There will be new photography quests where NPCs will ask for a picture of rare monsters and hidden items. So Dragon Quest 8 is coming out in Japan on August 27th. And no official announcement for North America. Although there's like a Dragon Quest press conference in the next couple weeks where things might get announced. So apparently some journalists received invitations to a Dragon Quest press conference and Yeah, some Wall Street Journal or something. Yeah, yeah. and the invitation says do not share this. I was about to make a joke. That's my favorite about, part. <laughs> about actual journalists getting invited. Like, oh, never mind. Yeah. Just nip that joke in the bud. So Wall Street Journal's going. Okay. So um we are close enough to Gamescom that we are starting to get Gamescom's announcement. So um there is, uh, the mandate will be coming to Gamescom next month. Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm confused. We were talking about Ray Gigant. Then we <laughs> talked about the Summon Night interview, uh-huh. Dragon Quest Eight. Mm-hmm. Then, where did you find this other, st- oh, you're smart. Okay, yeah, the mandate. Let's talk about the mandate. Yeah, so this was kickstarted, right, so it was originally announced in 2013 and kickstarted and it's planned to be out in early 2016. So it is a sci-fi sandbox RPG. <laughs> so the game is basically plays a starship captain and you're in a galaxy controlled by a massive empire. And it has a lot of storyline based on the captain's relationships with the crews and officers. Um, sort of choose your own adventure choices. Uh-huh. And cooperative multiplayer for up to six people. And we'll learn more at Gamescom. Uh-huh. It's just kind of a Kickstarter update, basically. Since it was Kickstarted and it's been... Who's clicking? Someone's tapping. Alice, did you forget to mute again? Might have done. Might have done? All right. But hey, uh, this this one actually does sound interesting. Yeah, you should play it. It sounds oh. like... It's a Kickstarter hey, game. Hey. I doubt it's going to come out for a while. Well, it's out in t- early 2016, they said. So, yeah. I feel very biased talking about this. Why? Oh, sorry. Lost Dimension meets the end. Who? Lost Dimension meets the end. Okay. Um. <laughs> That's the game where you have the traitors. Yes. Uh, it's a tactical RPG on your Vita and your PS something. Yeah. PS3. Yes. The Atlas is putting this out, aren't they? Yeah. Um, yes. So it's coming out this week. Oh, that's pretty soon. Yep. This week or last week? No, this week. July 28th. Three days from now. Yep. Is this something that we want to get? Because this sounds cool. Um, that's all in your court. Okay. Remember, you have another game that's a hard tactical game that you haven't played yet. Natural Doctrine. Oh. One of those few games that is available on the Vita and is like a real game. <laughs> but of course, it's also on the PS3. Anyways, um, it's called The End. Uh, the main 
antagonist is called the end. Mm-hmm. And he's the person. Yeah, that's he's in the, the end. He's yeah. he's the guy at the top of the tower that you're. I don't understand why are we. What is, <laughs> what is this story? Oh, it's it's a trailer t- talking about the end. We've known about the end for a while. Yes, like that that's been explained for a long time. So here's a trailer focused on the end. Go watch yes. it. We should move on. And now I get to be biased. You get to be biased. Yes. Okay. Why? The dra- Dragon Fantasy: The Volumes of Wisteria is available now on Nintendo 3DS. And hey, Wii U. you sent this press release. <laughs> yes. So what's it say? <laughs> Um, what you just said? Yes. So it's out now on Nintendo 3DS and Nintendo Wii U. Okay. Um, Is it on Vita? Uh, the yes. What do you mean yes? Well, the older version is. Well, has it got all the updates? No. Well, why not? I Cause... thought the Vita was a real platform that you respected. Because we haven't. Oh gone back snap! To... Shots fired. <laughs> because we haven't gone back to it yet. Well, why would you wait? The Vita is an important platform. What I want to know is... But it's is... not the only platforming. All Getting right. it onto platforms where people actually appreciate it is kind of more important. Oh, people don't appreciate the Vita. Okay. What's up, Manny? No, how's the Vita? Does anyone know how the Vita's doing in Japan? That's my question. The thing is, is that he forgets that the, ori- that the original Sony game was PS3 and Vita. It wasn't Vita people that weren't buying it. It was Sony people that weren't buying it. Can I continue with my story, please? Uh, what is your story? It is cross by. This is my story. Oh, so wait. it's ten bucks, and you get both versions. And the Miiverse has been going insane. So why has it been going insane? Oh, because it exists now. Yes. It didn't exist before. Right. So <laughs> the Miiverse opened, and it's been crazy. Woo! Yes. Nice. So we're doing a fan art contest. Um, on Miiverse. Yes. Oh, cool. So what do you get if you win? You get to have your monster in the game. Okay. So, yeah. Wait, they're going to patch it in? Yes. Nice. So, yeah. Um, if you played it previously as Dragon Fantasy Book 1, that the volumes of Wisteria is Book 1. There's a whole bunch of improvements. So there's like off-screen play for the Wii U, and there's a Beast Jerry and a Quest Log, and you can go between 8 and 16-bit mode, and you can go between 8 and 16-bit music. And you can turn uh, random encounters off and have enemies on screen, or you can leave it as random encounters. And there's all sorts of little tweaks and changes. Oh, yeah, and you can capture monsters. Cool. So, yeah, lots of changes. And, of course, Dragon Fantasy The Black Tome of Ice, which is fan Dragon Fantasy Book 2, is also coming to Nintendo 3DS and Wii U. So, yeah. Oh, ring, 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 ring. I got it. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Do, 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 do. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Oh, what were we talking about? We're talking about uh, Anna was shilling her game. Uh, Quest of Dungeons is coming to Xbox. Did I just space her talking about this? I hope not. <laughs> Who was that, Anna? <laughs> never give your number to a cruise company uh upfall studios has got a 16-bit roguelike called quest of dungeons coming to xbox one soon um let's see manny you have an xbox one right sure do yeah you should get this then and review no why well, should i buy something because you said so tell me I... no i all i heard was should i didn't know the name so what's the game that i should <laughs> What should I be purchasing? No, now? you totally shut me down. I don't know what to say anymore. 
<laughs> Quest of Dungeons. Quest of Dungeons. I've never even heard it this. It is a 16-bit okay. roguelike. Um, you could consider getting this game and, and looking at it for us. Or not. I'm going to move on to the next. This is a roguelike you know, there's a lot of these on PC and stuff. It's already out on PC, Mac, and Linux. We don't need to. Do if I'm going to play a roguelike that just came out on Xbox One, I think it'd be Binding of Isaac Rebirth. Oh, yeah, you should. Well, unless you were a big fan of the music in the original because they changed it and it's not as Is good. It, yeah, I've heard some of it. It's not even it's, close to It's so bad in comparison because I guess the composer was like the Meat Boy composer for the first one and like they had a falling out with the... Well, it doesn't matter who the composer was. The composer, the first one, and the developer like had a falling out or something, and so it's not. Yeah, apparently the one who the the person who did the new soundtrack is doing also did the Mugenics soundtrack. Okay, which is like where the hell's Mugenics? (laughs) But that's a different story, right? Yeah, that was supposed to be out like a couple years ago, right? Yeah. Uh, Neocore, the people who made The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing They are making a Warhammer game um, Warhammer 40,000 Warhammer 40k, excuse me Inquisitor-Martyr Okay uh, It's an action RPG set in the uh, it's, it's set in the Warhammer 40k universe Obviously um, It will, let's see You will take control of a member of the titular organization As, the pad, as they battle A secret war and I don't know. So, you know, it's an action RPG. So this time your Diablo happens in Warhammer rather than in uh, Bulgovia or wherever Van Helsing happened. I think that's what it was. Bulgovia, something like that. The game called Equator. E-K-U-A-T-O-R. It's an indie game from Digital Tribes, uh, Digital Tribe Games. Um, they're publishing it. And it's a game about games. the founding of Ecuador, the small republic in Central America. Yeah. yeah, it looks like Ecuador Games. I'm really bad at reading stories on some mornings. This is one of those mornings. Ecuador Games is the developer. They're, being, they're putting out a game published by Digital Tribe Games. The game's name is Celestian Tales. Uh, very different from Ecuador. <laughs> yes, Celestian Tales. Old North is the subtitle. Old North, I don't know why. Uh, the game is uh, inspired by traditional turn-based JRPGs. Yay. Features six selectable protagonists, each with their own interwining storyline. Uh, it'll be on various digital stores, whatever that means. <laughs> I don't know what. I. Um, it's on Steam for sure at some point, whenever it comes out, which will be... At some point, oh, August 11th, August 11th, 2015, and it looks like it was made in RPG Maker or something, so, um, oh, but it's 3D-ish, so either that's a newer RPG Maker, or this just has that indie side-scrolling RPG look to it, and it has nothing to do with RPG Maker, so I should stop saying the word RPG Maker, RPG Maker, so, anyway, turn-based, side, lots of hand-drawn art. Um, if that's your dig, go check it out. August 11th. Uh, Celestian Tales. Go take a look. Another Joker has been... Oh, gosh. Why do I read these headlines? Dragon Quest Joker. Dragon Quest Monsters Joker. There's a new one. It's a new one. It's called Dragon Quest Monsters Joker 3. If you haven't guessed, it's the third one. It's going to be on 3DS. Uh, and there's like an, there's an illustration... That's all we know. 
The protagonist with a red scarf and a device covering both his ears. That's that's all we really know. So, uh, they, and that's no U.S. release or anything announced yet. Atlas and Vanillaware have teamed up to bring you a remake of Odin Sphere. Who was expecting that? Alice, were you expecting a remake of Odin Sphere? Did Alice die? Alice? Did my Skype die? Wait, where'd Alice go? I heard a badunk a little while ago. Dropped off the call. Why? Oh no, I lost Alice. Alice, come back. Alice, no. Why did Alice fall off the call? There's Alice. Alice. Yep. You fell yeah, off that, the call. That's because my computer fell over. Oh no. Alice, you missed important news. Go on. Let me recap all of it for you. No. Uh, you don't have to go quite that far. I wanted to know. Did you play Odin Sphere? No. Okay. Well, then you won't care about the remake, then. Um, well, I might care about it in as much as it gives me an opportunity to play it. Okay. So they've got, like, um, a full-on HD remaster remake thing of Odin Sphere. That comes with the original version, if you don't like that. Uh, it'll be on PS Vita, PS3, and PS4. This could be a great game on Vita, actually. I have not. So this is you know, it's Odin Sphere. Um, they've added new animations. They've they've added they've just tweaked the game and made it look prettier. Which you know that game already looked beautiful. So that's awesome. Odin Sphere. If you don't remember, it's a side-scrolling f spiritual successor, sort of to like Princess Crown and all those old Vanillaware games. Um, uh, they they're known for having beautiful hand drawn art and sprite characters that you can do stuff actiony stuff with. They uh, what you do here, and the story takes you through one, two, three, like at least five different characters I think um, that you play as over the course of the game. What I don't know is the first game was plagued by horrendous slowdown, like eight thousand enemies on the screen in the Legend of Zelda style slowdown. Um, and it was very disturbing to the play, especially the the um, velvet scenario where she had this giant chain snaking all over the screen and was like, this is going so slow. So the question is, um, have they fixed the slowdown part or is that part of the game experience that they've preserved? And I don't have a good answer for that. But uh, there's giant, beautiful teaser trailers you can watch. We've got them on the site. You can go check out all the... Uh, all the stuff in these games and see if uh, you're going to be excited for it. But yeah, lots of new animations and it's pretty and you get to play as a rabbit. So there you go. Um, Heaven's Ward has a review up on the site. So go check it out. Guess what? We liked it. Heaven's Ward. Is it a good wait, game, wait, Alice? Wait. Yeah, you should, you should like it. It's a very good game. Yep. Okay, good. Uh, the next story that came out was Chronicle of Teddy. Chronicles of Teddy. Yes, Chronicles of Teddy. Is it about a teddy bear? No. It's called Chronicles well, of that, Teddy. Well, that's a crushing disappointment. I know. Is it about Teddy from Persona 4? No. It, it Chronicles of Teddy, Harmony of Exodus, because every game needs a subtitle, puts players in the role of a young girl who explores a strange world with her teddy bear or with her teddy companion. It just says teddy companion, so I don't know if they're talking about the bear or like the the night lingerie wear. Um, anyway, during the game, the teddy is apparently sent away somewhere. 
I, so I hope it's the bear. And players are required to reunite the two by advancing through various puzzles, boss fights, and platforming sections. Uh, there's screenshots and stuff that you can go check out. The Chronicles of a Girl's Teddy. Dungeon Travelers 2 is coming out in Japan in August. Or excuse me. Dungeon Travelers 2 is coming out here in August. August 18th. That's the release date. Dungeon Travelers 2. We didn't get the first one. Dungeon Travelers 2. Um, you could check that out. It was a PSP title. Now, it's a Vita title. So here's a Vita exclusive game. This totally counts, and this makes me happy. Um, yeah. I don't know if it'd be any good. I played a little demo D3. It seemed like it could be okay. If you're looking for a first-person dungeon crawler with, like, where every monster is, like, some sort of anime artwork fan service girl like seriously all of them so yeah anyway uh disgaea is coming out again in the u.s this uh so check this out it's going to be a triple play collection it was released last week in or a couple weeks ago in europe um it will now be a uh let's see it is a physical release for PlayStation 3 featuring Disgaea 3 Absence of Justice, Disgaea 4 A Promise Forgotten, and Disgaea D2 A Brighter Darkness. It'll be out September 15, 2015 here in the US, three weeks ahead of Disgaea 5's release. Um, and it is, uh, it's available to pre-order for somewhere between 40 and 50 bucks. Yes, the pricing has been varied. Uh, apparently they're not sure what price it's going to be. If you need the last three Desaya games, you can go get that. The problem is this is the PS3 versions, and there are enhanced Vita versions for three and four that you should be playing instead. So, just so you know. Deck thirteen. You heard of Deck thirteen? I haven't either. They uh, made Lord of the Fa Lords of the Fallen. Remember Lords of the Fallen? Does anybody remember Lords of the Fallen? No? Sure do. You do. Was it any good? Do you like Dark Souls? Oh, is that the one? Oh. You want a crappier version? No, I do not. So the, well, the developer, <laughs> that developer is working with Focus Home Interactive. They're going to put out a new game that right now is being called The Surge, but they're not committed to that title. Uh, it'll take place in a sci-fi dystopia and feature a unique combat mechanics and progression system. Well, that's good. At least they're unique combat mechanics and progression systems. We never hear that about games anymore, right? Yeah. Yeah, yes, we do. It's, everyone says they have unique combat. What are they going to say? A completely mundane system that you've seen a thousand times before? Yeah, as long as it's honest. <laughs> There's no real announcements yet about details. Uh, we'll hear more about it at Gamescom. So if you were excited about Lords of the Fallen, you might be excited that the developer's making a new one. Otherwise, who cares? All right. Breach and Clear. Um, what is that? It's a zombie theme follow-up to the strategy title Breach and Clear. Okay, I just said Breach and Clear was its own follow-up. Breach and Clear Deadline is a zombie-themed follow-up because every game needs a remake or an expansion mode with zombies. You are um, so cynical. Um, well, you know, Disgaea could use one, right? Actually, Disgaea has zombies in it, so I guess it doesn't need that. Huh. I was like half the cast. Like, Isn't everyone technically dead? No. They're just demons. Netherworld doesn't mean dead. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. The printies are dead humans. I spoke out of turn. That's a whole other... 
Breach and Clear Deadline can be downloaded now at a price of $19.99 with a 33% launch discount available until July 27th. So if you want a, uh, you know, it's uh, aspects of twin stick shooting with looty level and weapon modification, squad-based tactical combat in both real-time and turn-based modes. Wow. Uh, yeah. So I don't know what that is. This actually looks kind of okay. So you should go check it out and see if you're into it. So Breach and Clear Deadline. Shenmue 3 has a trailer because they're about near the end of their Kickstarter. Are they still near the end of the Kickstarter or is it done? Let's see. Yeah, it finished. They raised $6.3 million and they had added a trailer to help you know, push them to their final goal. What? They broke a record. Okay, they broke a record. So $6.3 million, and that's good for like the opening. I think that will fund like the opening video for the game. And then hopefully they'll get the money for the rest of the game some somewhere else. So, uh, Japanese Dragon Quest Media. Yes, guys, we've got a story with a bunch of Japanese Dragon Quest Media because we need to put these screenshots for Dragon Quest Builders, which is the new Minecraft-inspired spinoffs, out somewhere. So you can go check it out in that little post. Um, and then we have some screens from the 3DS remake of Dragon Quest VIII. Neither of these games have been announced for the West, so... But if you want to see what's going on in the Dragon Quest world, yeah, um, yeah. Of course, there. If you were following along, there was this uh, Paris comic thing or whatever that uh, Yuji Horii was dropping hints that a bunch of these Dragon Quest 3DS games are going to be coming out in French. So that's a good sign that they'll be out in English as well. So um, we'll see. Uh, let's get that one for now. Manny, you, you wrote this story about Knights of the Old Republic 2 coming to Mac and Linux. Oh, that's why I'm here. Oh, is it? Yep, pretty have, much. Have you been anyway. playing it? No, I have not. Oh. Okay. Anyway. Um, so people, it's funny listening to people, like the Windows people, because they think this was done for them. Like, oh, it was updated. That's crazy after a decade. And they're like, that's so random and weird. Why would they do that? Well, <laughs> it's actually a really good reason. Uh, Aspire, which is a, a Mac porting house and has been around for like well over a decade, has been uh, been has been wanting to and has been requested to port over Knights of the Old Republic, the Sith Lords, f for a decade uh, because they did the Mac port of the original Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, which apparently works fine, right? Works pretty well. Yeah, good it's port. Fine. Good port. Solid. Well, it, it's. It's solid, but it's very much an old port. And like the version that's on Steam or the Mac App Store is very much the version they did back in 04. I, I bring that up because this version that they're doing, very modern, very, very modern. So, you know, after a decade, I, I guess what finally changed for them was that Disney is a lot more permissive and a lot more easy to work with than LucasArts was. No. Yeah, imagine that. I know. <laughs> so they finally got the chance to do this. And. Uh, uh, Knights of the Old Republic did really well for them on the App Store, so I'm sure there's a lot of incentive for them to clean up wait, this one. Wait, wait, the, They even worked with the people who had the the mod that added in missing content. They sure did. So I'm not gonna, there yet. Oh, okay. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> I'm just. Saying. I'm excited because so, that's awesome that that's officially oh, yeah, being so, acknowledged. So let me tell you what's up with 
the syslord. So, right. so this right. so it's coming so it's coming to Mac. It's here on Mac and Linux. It's available on Steam um for Mac Linux Steam OS and it's also available on the Mac App Store. Uh here's the basic things that you get. It has uh, achievements on both Steam and Game Center. It has a uh, native gamepad support for a bunch of uh, gamepads like from the Xbox One controller all the way down to the PlayStation 4. It has uh support for widescreen and native resolutions including Retina 4K and 5K. Retina 4K 5K. Um, it has Steam Cloud saves, and here's the fun part, Steam Workshop support. Ooh. So they, like you mentioned before, they've been working with the team that did the Sith Lords Restored Content Mod. And they they helped them easily integrate that into Steam Workshop. So if you want to play the original game, you can, but if you want to play with all the stuff that was taken out, you can easily just go subscribe on the Steam Workshop page and you'll get all that content. They even had a... They even have a system for for the people who buy it on the Mac App Store, where there's a nice under launches a nice little link. It takes them to their uh, their, their official website, which is called Game Ranger, and you can easily download a little package install file, and it'll install all the files in the right place. So it's easy either way, whether wherever you choose to buy it. Cool. Is this going to come out for iOS? Uh, <laughs> so here's what their official stance is, which is pretty funny. Okay. Is that they're saying. We're thinking about Knights of the Old Republic on, on mobile. Hey, let me go to the q and I actually have the Q&A open, which is... Uh, where were you? At the top of the... Okay. While bringing Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic to mobile devices is certainly a goal of Aspire Media, we need to gather more intel through our network of bought and spies before making any official announcements. So if you would like to show your interest, please sign up for our newsletter and oh. tell us which platform, which is... Uh, you know Wario64 on Twitter, the guy who's always tweeting about big deals? Say no. what about big deals? Oh, do you know Wario64 on Twitter? Yes, I do. Yeah, the I, guy's I, always tweeting up big deals. Yeah, I don't understand who he works for. I don't think he works for anybody anymore. <laughs> I thought he just recently got a job, and that's why he stopped doing the deals for Cheap Ass Gamer. So, all right. I don't anyway, know. anyway uh, like a month ago, um, like two months ago, he actually. <laughs> He found out that the ESRB rated Knights of the Old Republic for modern systems as well as mobile. Okay. And he, and he just he recently pointed on Twitter. It's a, uh, it's funny that these guys are asking for support and asking for, uh, asking for interest when they've already rated the the mobile version like five months ago and they're gonna do it. <laughs> well, a rating doesn't mean you're gonna do it. You're just likely gonna do it. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah, probably. So yeah, they're probably gonna do. I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Knights of the Old Republic on 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 iOS and and iOS in particular, Apple really really loves featuring that game. You know how they have those various game collections? Knights of the Old Republic is in at least like ten, like best RPGs, best cinematic games, best blockbuster games, cool Star Wars apps. Manny, did you see the list of epic RPGs? Um, it's questionable. It was they're, like they're half full of non RPGs. <laughs> It's questionable stuff. <laughs> but one thing that's always in that list is Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. They would be they would be stupid not to put it on the App Store because, I mean, it has over like 12,000 ratings and each one of those people paid 5 to $10 for that game. Yeah. They made a lot of money. Yeah, they had to have. All right. So there you go. It's available now. Um, It is currently – what the – the retail price is $10, but it is currently 25% off until August 1st. So you can get it for like $7, $7.50, depending on the store you want it from. So if you're like me and you'd gone and uh, 
already bought it years ago for like a dollar or two in a Steam sale. It was auto-updated in your Steam library. Yes, that is the big benefit here. This is the part that a lot of people were confused about is that all of the benefits I talked about, like the achievements, the gamepad support, widescreen, the resolutions, the Steam Workshop, cloud saves, all of that is because they did all the work. It's a bonus for Windows users. Yep. So if you already own the game, you get all of that stuff. It's so weird, though, because Aspire didn't make the Windows version, did they? No, but I think they... I, I, I guess they must have got permission or they said, hey, we're doing all this work anyway. It's so weird. Why don't we just share it with you? I, I just, I, I think it's cool. I'm just surprised that they were able to, to put that into the Windows build somehow. So. Well, if it's just the Steam overlay stuff, maybe it's only the hooks and the plugins for it. Like yeah. the achievements isn't necessarily in the file, is it? Yeah, here's a, all right, new features, uh, achievements, this, the cloud saves. Yeah, you're right. That doesn't matter much. Native widescreen resolution support. Well, that's something. Yeah. Uh, maybe support it was for that, controllers like I said, matters. It was yeah. Such a huge deal that, Dis- I mean, Disney was like, yeah, go for it. I mean, this was a Bioware game put out by Bioware, wasn't it? Mm-mm. No? That's, that was the controversial oh, thing. Was is this an Obsidian Pop- one? This was the one that was done by Obsidian that was rushed out to meet a Christmas deadline right. and it was notoriously broken as a result. Right, right, right. All the twos are always obsidian from every company. That's right. I keep forgetting that. Yeah. yeah. Which is why the restored content mod was so necessary. Right. Well, that's really cool. So yeah, and like the gamepad support is great. I mean, uh, on Mac, it's a uh, Xbox 360, Xbox One, DualShock PS3, DualShock PS4, two Logitech ones on uh, PC. Uh, Xbox 360 wired and wireless, Xbox One, a uh, few Razer, Thrustmaster. <laughs> That's an actual thing. Yeah, it has some pretty wide support. And, of course, this is the first time it's ever been on Linux and the first time it's ever been on Mac. So Yeah. And, of course, this is the perfect time, right? Uh, Star Wars hype is getting at a fever pitch. They, they picked a good time to do this. I wonder how they were able to th- – there are technical things going on here that I'm curious about because – like on Windows, it would be DirectX, and I didn't know Aspire had any experience with that, right? So, well, uh, they would have to because they they do a lot of native port. I mean, they would have to understand, and if they do native work, to break it down like that, right? All right, I hope so. <laughs> that's so well, cool. That's such good news. Yeah, and that's what I, I I always say. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of of when Aspire does new games because they usually just riddle with microtransactions. It, it's not the best experience, but when they do old stuff, they do it right. They make it as modern as possible. Hmm. I think Feral's probably Feral Interactive, the other Mac porting house, is probably better at new games. Mm-hmm. But as when like they recently also did Command and Conquer Generals Deluxe, and this one they cleaned it up, 5K resolution support, uh, all the achievements, all of the stuff that you that that are in this one they did for Knights of the for Command and Conquer. They also did the same thing with uh, uh what's the name of that game? The one where you fight the internet at the end. Indigo Prophecy? Fahrenheit Indigo Prophecy. They also did like a big modern overhaul of that game as well with new resolutions, achievements, all that stuff. So they're really good at revamping old games. Oh, all right. That is so cool. um, while I'm on a news kick, I, uh, there is some, another little bit of news all that right. you might be interested in. Yeah, go for it. Is on the Xbox, Microsoft is currently having a big Xbox 360 sale well just a big namco bandai sale period so there's a lot of namco bandai games and rpgs that you can get for a steal if you own an xbox 360 or an xbox excuse me digitally i own an xbox 360 well how would you like to play tales of vesperia for four dollars i would kind of like to do that 
I bought it. I mean, that's the next game I'm going to play. I'm excited. Wait, you're going to play a Tales game? Yeah, I've played a Tales game before. I didn't know you did those. Um, Tales of the Abyss. I played Tales of the Abyss. Right. And I thought it was kind of lame at the end, but... Uh, wait, I, wait, I, wait. Alice, Tales of the Abyss, yay or nay? Uh, yay. Yay, okay. The reason why, I, th- I, I think the, the overall game and story was fine, but I just thought the world was kind of lame and like the sound, phonic stuff, it was just kind of... The stuff that I found lame, I don't think most people would. Alice, should I go buy Tales of Vesperia on Xbox for super cheap? If you're not good, it what? Wait, have you played it previously? No. Uh, then yes. Yeah, it's a really good one. I, I think this one actually is more suits more my uh, kind of taste. It's a little bit more open ended, a lot more, a little bit more exploration. It's, the character is a little bit, and like the world's a little bit, you know, a conflict, is, super weapons. It is three dollars and seventy four cents for gold members. Yeah, get it. <laughs> rakish rogue, like a rakish rogue, like Han Solo esque main character. I think this one is more my style than uh, Abyss was, or uh, Zillia for that matter. Vigilante would probably be the word you're looking for. Works for me, dude. <laughs> um, there's a few of the a few of the Dark Souls, Demon, whatever Souls games are also on sale. So whatever Namco Bandai's released, if you're interested, check them out. Is there like a sale page somewhere? There is. Oh, let me. I can get you a link. Well, I think uh, the, the, I get the, the general point is is if you're not going to import the PS3 version of Vesperia and learn Japanese, get the get the Xbox version anyway. I am not for going to learn Japanese for Vesperia. Chris, but there's um the funny thing is there's, there's a million games where we say if you don't want to learn Japanese, and I feel like we said that to you enough times, and it's like it's that not I just should just learn game. Japanese. It's not just for one game. <laughs> Wait, do you have a vested interest in me learning Japanese? Did you take a yes. bet with someone or something? No, I'm just sick of the feedback where people say you can't pronounce lick. Or have you heard the Japanese pronunciation? <laughs> Have you heard their Japanese pronunciation? It's terrible. It's like they weren't born and raised there and lived their entire life in that country. That is it's, an it's obscene. statement. It's like they speak a completely different language with a completely different sentence structure. God. I find it. I do find it amusing that that page appears to have screenshots of the Japanese version anyway. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, this is true, actually. <laughs> But this is the important part. The dog has a pipe. It just yeah, walks around does. with a pipe. Um, he here, I, I got a page for it's. How does he pick up the pipe if he drops it? I don't know, but he has a pipe. He's right. human peep. Uh, let's see. Bye now. Here's the link. So yeah, I think I'm gonna keep the JRPG July party going, and I'm probably gonna play some Tales of Vesperia. JRPG Experience. summer. Yeah. No. Why not? Why not? Because uh, um, I'm not yeah, going to uh, finish. And it, it is unfortunate that the PS3 got a slightly better version. But hey, what are you going to do? Well, I, actually, the answer to that is learn Japanese. But it's <laughs> <laughs> not going to do that easy. I, no. Chris, I, how would you like Bully for three dollars and seventy four cents? I own Bully already All on right. PC. What else is on this list? Uh, some Dishonored and Fallout Three DLC, Ace Combat. It's like four dollars. Beautiful Katamari, seventy five dollars. I mean seventy five percent. Seventy five dollars. 
75 percent off you know what it's uh, worth 75 dollars the soundtrack to beautiful katamari that's a good soundtrack enslaved if you never played enslaved yeah, 75, i played enslaved yeah 3.7 oh eternal sonata is five dollars hey there you go but that's got a better ps3 version too and that actually came out here i think uh you want star trek Seventy-five <laughs> percent off no that's where i can play co-op combat co-op with uh kirk and spock with anna yeah that's is that it's that star trek right yeah you're probably yeah. better off just playing the mmo i think at everyone that point. said this one was bad it is. Everyone thinks okay. this one is bad. All right. Vesperia. All right. So there you go. Those are the two big RPGs. And Turtle Sonata. Ridge and... Racer Unbounded. No. Oh, um, Digimon. You want to play some Digimon? Which... We, got Dragon... we got all the Dragon Balls. We got Digimon. We've got All-Star yeah. Rumble on PS3 already. We got Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm. There you go. So. There's like I don't know, man. three of there those you go. now. Um, all I know is I'm excited to play some Vesperia. Vesperia. There's a there's like three Dragon Ball Xenoverse, Dragon Ball Z Battle of Z, Dragon Ball Z Budokai HD Collection, and Dragon Ball Z Ultimate Tenkaichi. Hmm. Dark Souls 2. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, I have that on PC. That's right. I decided in the future I'm gonna play Dark Souls games on PC so I can cheat through them. Because I'm tired of playing things legitimately. I'm a cheater. Beautiful Katamari. Let's see. Uh, cod. There's there a lot go. of cod blops. Oh. This isn't a RPG cast. Like, come on and make Chris spend some money. This is true. Uh, Forza Horizon Season Pass I never got. I wonder if that's worth it. Are you going to... Uh, oh, I'm curious. Are you going to pick up... Oh, you already do. You already have it on Steam. Never mind. What do I have? Yeah. I was going to ask you if you're going to pick up KOTOR as well, but you already have it on Steam. KOTOR? KOTOR? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. On, I do already have it on Steam. Damn, I only got you to spend a little bit of money. I would have, because that's a great... I yeah, it's a, get I mean, Xenoverse. Hmm. I like to support companies that actually say, like, hey, let's modernize this, but while still keeping the game true to itself. I definitely don't Alice, like you played Vesperia, right? So I played it, finished it twice. And you're, so, okay, you already answered my question then. You wouldn't play a game you hated twice. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm actually even some way, I think I'm halfway through a third playthrough somewhere. I also did a lot of the additional content as well. Great, okay. It's a good one of these then, um, no problem. You answered my question. Sorry everyone, please please wait. Chris is shopping. When his oh, car is yeah, I'm... Um, right. <laughs> Sorry. He'll be back soon. <laughs> you distracted me. Tembo is on sale. Tembo the Badass Elephant. The game from Pokemon people things. Yeah, it's a big-ass sale. <laughs> I'm glad that Microsoft is finally getting on board with this. I mean, Sony's been embarrassing them with their Flash sales recently. Mm. Uh, yes, they have. And there was recently a good one. Um, Let's see. What are we doing now? We are talking about... No, not about his pre-orders. We are talking about... We're talking about how we're all going to play Tales of Vesperia together. This is true. Dude! Tales of Vesperia play date! Woo! If only Woo. you could co-op. Oh, JRPG July. It just won't end. JRPG 2015. <laughs> Hollow Fragment is a game. Uh, that is uh, from... That franchise where you're stuck in the MMO, right? 
Well, it is going to wait until August to find out. It is a PS4 port of a Vita action RPG. Oh, it's Sword Art Online Hollow Fragment. Re-Hollow Yeah, Fragment. there you go. I was, I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. Yes. It's been pushed back a week, so it's now August 4th. It'll be... It's available exclusively digitally. So there you go. And we'll move on. Monster Hunter X has a release date now um, for Japan only. Still no announcement of a U.S. release. Um, there were some additional details for Monster Hunter X I want to come. So Monster Hunter X will be coming out November 28th in Japan. And let's see if I can find the story here. Uh, they announced some things about Monster Hunter X. It will... Here, here's your highlights. There's going to be no underwater combat. Yay. There will be no guild quests, and there will be no frenzied monsters. So they're kind of changing the structure in Monster Hunter X. And that is your Monster Hunter update. And uh, being that I'm the only one who plays Monster Hunter here, I'm going to kind of move. I play occasional Monster Hunter. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, you do. Um, I stopped mainly because I was just hardware reasons where I switched some stuff over, and my save file got deleted. Yeah. And, well, I mean... Everyone moved on to like the 3DS version, and you don't have a 3DS. So, um, additionally, uh, th- this time the village would be like one giant village instead of multiple villages, like four had. So that's interesting. An open and, world village. I don't know if it's an open world village, but it's a big one. Um, and Anna should come and be on the show again. No, she doesn't want to. I don't know what she's doing. Uh, that's so funny uh anna handed me a letter that came i don't know why she did that during the show but uh my apologies so monster hunter 10 date covered we have an import retro view up of zetai onkan otara master so you can read that from michael baker um, we have a, oh, that's an editorial. So, um, boop, 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 boop. news, where's news for folks? Here we go. We have a review up of D and D princes of the apocalypse, which is a, uh, epic length adventure adventure for D and D five file sorcerers, AKA Scott Walker has, uh, <laughs> reviewed it for you. And here's a hint. Uh, don't buy it. <laughs> so, as usual, published adventures kind of not usually the way you want to go. Uh, we mentioned that already. So, Overlord, Fellowship of Evil. It's a new Overlord game. Uh, and they've released a new video promoting it, so you can go watch that on the site. Um, see if you're into Call that. me crazy, but was there like a minion's time with that? No. It, there's minions in Overlord. But okay, because the title not, had me thinking It's not about tied that. into Minions the movie. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we... Oh, this is taking over my computer. Let's see. Fallout got a new release. Uh, if you want to spend some money and get old Fallout games, like so you can do a playthrough like I am, you can get Fallout, Fallout 2, Fallout Tactics, Brotherhood of Steel, um... Fallout 3 Game of the Year Edition and Fallout New Vegas. Wow. So that's so funny. You're, they missing don't, the, you're missing the joy of this anthology collection. They though, don't ha- I'll get to that. They don't have the bad Fallout game. So I just think this is funny. Um, anyway, so the, all those games together, 
uh, it's Fallout 3 and New Vegas have all the DLCs, are packaged into <coughs> a miniature nuclear bomb. Yeah, all, what, that makes a, uh, a bomb sound. So no, it's a mini nuke. A mini nuke. You know the from the Fat Man? Oh, yeah, the Fat Man. Yep. Yeah. It's it's a uh, just like a little ammo round for the fat man. Yeah, and so this is an ammo for the fat man, and inside are all the games on disc. Or do you need Steam for these? I'm actually not sure if it's uh, just codes or not. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's disc, and they'll also have a slot for players to put your disc for Fallout Four when it comes out in November. Oh. Uh, this anthology is coming out September 29th. Uh, it's already been on s- for pre-order on sites like Best Buy, I know, because I saw people tweeting about it. it is it's on Amazon as well right now. Yeah. So this reta- I don't understand how to read this. Retail price of $49.99, $39.99. So I don't know which one of those is Canadian, which is the U.S. or whatever. Um, the more expensive one, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. It's Canadian. 50 euros or 100 Australian dollars. Because screw you, Australia. So it's probably U.S. dollars, Great Britain pounds, euros, and Australian dollars. So we're just missing a character here. All right, cool. That makes more sense. Fallout Nuke. Who wants to buy Fallout Mini Nuke? Tell me. That's our feedback for the week. Come on. I'm just thinking, like, just sell me the Mini Nuke to keep the games. (laughs) You just want the tchotchke? No. Because you already own them all. Yeah. All right. The Dwarves. Yeah, that's a game. That's the name of the game. It's coming from Eurovideo Median and King Art Games. One of those is a publisher and one of those is a developer, I presume. Uh, it'll be out for PC, PS4, and Xbox One in 2016. It's based on the popular high fantasy novel of the same name by German author Marcus Heitz, who is working as a consultant on the project and stars Tungdil, a dwarf who grew up among humans. All right, so I've never heard of this, but other projects that sound like this as far as where they came from are, include like The Witcher, so this could be really cool, and it could be really lame. I don't know. So the Dwarves is a tactical RPG with crowd control and physics-based battle system. Uh, there'll be four combatants on the player side, hun- up to hundreds of opponents. So I don't know how that's going to work. Um, but yeah. And there will be a Kickstarter campaign later this year. Yeah! So now watch the video, look at the screenshots, and get hyped to give them your money so they can make the game. Hype? No. I, I No. Kind of lame, but oh well. Victor Vran is a an action RPG Diablo style game that we've been uh, mentioning for a while. It's been in early access. It is now officially out of early access. It is a loot heavy, monster killing title in the vein of Diablo, as our article describes. You can get it right now on Steam for twenty bucks or GOG for twenty four bucks. Um, I don't know what's up with the discrepancy there, and th- we got a trailer. So. And there are three DLCs that's already been announced, but whatever. So Victor Ran, go check it out. You wanted more, uh, another uh, Diablo-style thing where you're fighting monsters. And uh, there you go. We have a week three update for JRPG July. So you can go read that and see where Anna's gotten in all the games that she's been finishing. I already talked about them in the now play. Yeah, I know, but sometimes people want to see the pictures. That's true. Yeah. I have lots of good pictures. Lots of pictures. And with that, we will move over to this news source. So I'm going to be trying some news things um, for news notes. If you've been following our news notes in the past, you know I keep them on delicious. Um, that system is just 
breaking piece by piece over the years. And I think it's time for me to finally get my butt off delicious and find a new way of tracking notes for podcast show notes. And so I'm going to be experimenting with some things over the next few weeks. So my apologies if you aren't able to get the show notes the way you are used to. Um, Hopefully after experimenting for a few shows, I will have an idea of what I'm doing. And then it'll all be linked as normal and you can get used to the new way. So just want to let you know about that. All right. Uh, that is, uh, that's not one of the ones I meant. And we talked about that. So here's a new hand-drawn strategy RPG game that was announced called Regalia of Sons and Monarchs. It's PS4 and PS Vita. Uh, it's, uh, it hit, uh, a, this is a Kickstarter game. And it hit its stretch goal. So, and if you pledge 25 bucks or more to the game, you'll get it on Vita. Or you'll get a PS4 or Vita version as well as your PC version. Um, yeah. This looks good. Anna, you should look at this game. You should see if you want to kickstart it. Okay. And you like strategy RPGs. Uh-huh. Uh, Secret of Mana's bosses are showing up in a new Mana game. In the, the Vita game, Rise of Mana, specifically. Uh, a game that has not been announced for the US yet. But uh, there you go. And uh, the characters from Secret of Mana are showing up as pets that you can buy in the Magic Stone Shop. This is a free-to-play game? Oh, yeah, it is. It looks like it's a Vita free-to-play. So if you want to play old bosses from Secret of Mana in a new Mana game, that's a way to do it. But you'll need to learn Japanese like uh, Alice told you to. Star Ocean 5's battle system apparently is going to be similar to the battle system from Infinite Undiscovery, which makes sense because it's like the same developer. So, and let's see. Anything else good out of this interview? They had an interview in... uh, Four gamer, or with four gamer talking about stuff. Stories, sequel to Star Ocean Three. Yeah, I like this. There are fans that may think it would be difficult to have a sequel to Star Ocean Three, but they say that if they give it some thought, then it would be entirely possible. Okay. But this. Because of that, uh, this one's going to be doing between two and three, I guess. Yeah, because the way three messes with everything. So, whatever. Drink. Uh, now we talk about that. Now we talk about that too. Chemco has a new game coming, and you can pre-register for it. I don't know what that means. I guess they send you an email. know what's going on here i have music from something that i don't know what anna anna you're spamming us Sorry. <laughs> all right so chemco has a pre-registrations for a new jrpg i'm sorry i don't know where all that music came from you probably didn't hear it on the podcast but on the stream you heard it manny are you a big chemco guy on your on your ios devices I don't even know what Chemco is. They make JRPGs. I don't even know. They okay. are like, yeah, they are like a JRPG factory. They have a couple of engines that they kind of just use to pump out a variety of games. So if you like really classic feeling JRPGs, I mean, not so many publishes the ones that they port to other systems, so... 
Oh, oh Google. All right, so they are, uh, they have pre-registrations for their next game. It's called As Divine Dios, and it's due out for Android in early August with an iOS version to follow. Um, it's a, I guess it's a sequel to As Divine Hearts or something. And it, they're, they're saying it's an impressive size, not just for the series, but for its entire library of JRPGs. It's a voluminous story, an expansive world, treasure-filled dungeons, exciting battles, weapon creation, and more. So... Uh, 2D artwork and some of the most fluid character motion and bold effects ever seen in a handheld RPG, they say. Uh, what? Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) So we'll see. (laughs) And I know people like are porting actual like PC and console games to do these things, right? (laughs) Yeah, so I I don't know. They're acting like they're still those flip phones from Japan from like when all Americans were amazed by that. Like, what? You can pay for food with your phone? All right. This is for Anna. Digimon Lynx is a new game in Japan. It's a smartphone game with but high-end it, graphics, it says. It's coming out here. Well, is it not? Who knows? I don't think so. It says high-end graphics, much higher than your normal smartphone standards, it yeah, says. Yeah, whatever. She doesn't care. What? Anyone who says that, I always question, like, have you, you have no idea what's on the platform, <laughs> PS4 is getting a card battling RPG called Q-U-R-A-R-E Magic Library. Kurara Magic Library. It's set in the Library of Babel, which contains all the... No- okay, I'm not reading that. Uh, it's This is coming from Gyanhan Song and Smilegate. And uh, it will be out in the USA and Southeast Asia this September. And it's already been localized in English, so we'll get this too. And there's lots of cards for you to collect and battle with on the PS4. And I'm sure you can spend a lot of money buying these cards with women in very unrealistic poses. So, Woo-hoo! Yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> Legend of Mana's soundtrack is getting an arrangement album. This, this is relevant to your interest. Yeah, because this, this game has fantastic music, much better than the game itself. Um, so, yeah. Yoko Shimomura is the composer, and they're making an arrangement of the game based on for, for its 16th birthday. Uh, they've got pictures tweeted of the, the people working in the studio making the album, and that's awesome. So, there you go. Legend of Mana. That's the PS PlayStation one. So, uh, Final Fantasy XIV got an update. You want to tell us about it, Alice? Uh, that um what patch number is the one mentioned? 305. In your I think that was the Savage Alexander patch. Yeah, Savage Mode. Yep. And a new PvP encounter? Which I haven't started yet. Okay. I haven't done it yet. Alright. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not even at the item level to do normal Alexander yet, so. Oh. Well, never mind then. Alright. So uh, the Savage, Savage Alexander is designed for the people who are doing. Um, who previously did uh like binding coil of bahama during uh patch 2.0 and 2.1 okay uh, so yeah not for me probably all right i am too casual but i'm fine with that so there was a new dragon yeah. quest game announced you into this alice it's a free-to-play game for smartphones uh, uh, no what have i ever given a crap about dragon's quest it's called dragon quest of the stars You'll get to freely explore the stars that are actually in the shape of star-shaped maps in RPG fashion. You'll raise your characters and customize them while preparing for the 
uh, what? Yeah. So think Dragon Quest battle system, but free to play. That's what this looks like. That uh, sounds fun. Yeah, you'll probably get into it if it comes out here, wouldn't yeah. you? Dragon Quest Eleven is rumored to be announced next week. We talked about that earlier. The Wall Street Store Journal guy. Um, Persona Four Dancing All Night has a release date, mm. and they put out a new video with Teddy. Apparently, what's it? Miku's in it. Yeah, yeah Hatsune Miku is in it. Yep. Yeah, there's some DLC uh, out for the... I don't know if it's out for the Japanese version yet. I haven't checked, but um, yeah, the Miku appears in it. They're also introducing Kanami Mashita, the leader of the idol group Kanamin Kitchen. So I don't know. Yeah. It's to do with the story mode. And uh, each idol represents a different type of meat, and Kanami is a prize cow with marbled meat. Yeah, I don't know what is going on with that. And uh, yeah, there you go. There's... Uh, that's uh, Persona dancing all night. So my question for you is, uh, what is that release date that they announced? Oh, September 29th. I don't think it's announced, is it? That they already knew that. But uh, updates, Persona 4 dancing updates, because we care about that here. And then finally, here's one that I didn't expect. Well, not finally. Second to finally, that Pokemon Tekken fighting game is apparently going to be tested in arcades in the U.S. at Dave and Buster's. So they're going to location test Pokemon Tournament in the U.S. And that's awesome. And I think I would like to go find a Dave Buster's and play that just to see how it plays. Because there ain't no other way we're getting that game. So unless they finally release it. Well, I guess they could release a, a home version, couldn't they? Yeah. All right. Nobody cares. And then finally, Nipponichi is developing a dungeon RPG. That's all we know. <laughs> it's called Refrain. R-E-F-R-A-I-N and Nipponichi's working on it and they have some artwork, sketch artwork on a, on a postcard they sent out to some people and that, yeah, that, that's it. And that's my news. Manny, do you have anything I missed that you want to bring up? No, I got the sale. I got Kotor. Kotor. Uh, that's it. All I don't right, know. Cool. No, that's cool. Oh man. All right. So with that, uh I still don't have what's our question of the week, Anna? Um I don't think we've made one. Well, let's make one. Um you make it up this time. Um Uh Uh <sighs> Somebody help him out, please. Yeah. yeah. How about this? I got one for you. Dancing on... What? You can ask the obvious, what do you want to see from Gamescom? You can ask, what classic game do you want to see get revamped? Like Knights of the Old Republic 2. Oh, I like or that one. Or you can... Oh, okay. No, or go what? you pick. Oh, Your no. choice. All right. What classic game... <laughs> Anna, what did, what was that? You asked me one in the car the other day that was like that. Huh? About classic games being remade or redone or kickstarted or something like that. Mm-hmm. What series did you want to have continued like Shenmue? Yeah, that was it. Was that it? 
If you could pick a JRPG series that had been dormant to kickstart, what would you kickstart? I like that Why question. JRPG? Just RPG, right? Because it's JRPG sure July. Because it's JRPG July. And Western yeah, RPGs but... are kickstarted and remade all the time. Oh, don't get it. Don't start. Just because something was done in the past doesn't mean it shouldn't be done in the future. Anna. The reason why I bring that up, though, is because I'm, you guys mentioned already the Baldur's Gate expansion that was announced, right? Yes, the 1.5 game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a that's like fits in within the question that no one ever expected. That's right. <laughs> yep. You are accurate. So who knows? I, I don't want to cut people off if people are. Well, okay, I'm not going to be here next week anyway. <laughs> why not? You should be here next week. Uh, you can tell us about how uh, KOTOR 2 plays and Vesperia plays. I will not be playing Knights of the Old Republic 2 anytime soon. Oh, uh, why not? Various reasons. Oh, okay. Well. Fine. Numerous then. reasons. Numerous reasons. All right. And with that, we're going to wrap up. Thanks, everybody, for watching. If you'd like to watch the show live, it's 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, right here on rpgamer.com slash live or twitch.tv slash rpgamer. Follow us on Twitch to see when we go live. Maybe at some point, Anna's going to start streaming again. Um, and I know other people stream at times. Um, additionally, you have the Twitters, the, uh, you know, twitter.com slash rpgamer, the Facebooks, rpgamer, the YouTube rpgamer, D-O-T-C-O-M. And, of course, the website, rpgamer.com. Keep following things there. Keep watching for new updates and involvements and, col you know, columns and all that stuff. We love to keep putting stuff up. Uh, go to our message forums at forums at rpgamer.com. And then you can also email us at podcast at rpgamer.com. And you can call us at 608-729-4098. 608-729-4098. That's 608-729-4098. Operators are standing by to take your call to put your feedback right here on the show next week. And next week is when we'll be back here for you with more news, more info, more missile delivery, hopefully, from Alice. We're looking at you, Alice. I'm trying, damn it. We want stories about missile delivery, and we are not going to take no for an answer, all right? Get those skills trained. Uh, I'm that, working on it. And that goes for everyone. Enjoy the end of JRPG July, everyone, and keep playing, because JRPGs are awesome. And keep posting that thread. Even if July closes, you can keep posting that thread and keep telling us about your JRPG experiences and your adventures. Um, as long as you start in July, it's JRPG July, as far as I'm concerned. Keep playing and finish those games. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody, for being on Alice, Manny, and Anna Marie. And we'll catch you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.